You're listening to the Hometown Crowd Podcast, part of the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, we take a look at which NFL backups performed well and which didn't, plus a preview of the hottest games in the NFL. In college, we look at a handful of games this weekend that pique our interest and make our picks for the winners. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyard of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. I'm Mac. And I am Heather Goddamn Delight Highsmith. She is. She is a delight. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. We want to give a shout out to our, I guess you would call him our producer, yeah, uh, DB, he's the one that does a great job editing our episodes. Uh, you can hear him on our fellow 910 Comedy Podcast Network show, That's Just My Face, which is a great show featuring some amazing comedians. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen I've to listened it. I've listened to four episodes. Um, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, so thank you, DB, for all that you do for us. We do have one special announcement. Uh, up until now, we've been recording on Friday nights. Right now, it's 8.16 on September 27th. Um, but unfortunately, because the schedule's how they are, we haven't been able to get episodes out until we are releasing an episode previewing a show that's happened in the past. Um, but starting next week, we're going to start recording on Wednesdays Wednesday. and hopefully getting our shows out either Thursday night or Friday morning, okay. meaning you'll have your information heading into the weekend. Yes. Uh, it should be a great time. We'll be previewing games when they haven't happened yet. Um, but so, so look for a new episode very shortly after this one. Uh, because the day this one drops is probably when we'll be recording our next episode. Okay, I like it. Um, with leave, all that... Leave them wanting more, alright? That's, <laughs> that's the important thing. With all of that said, let's dive into the hot topics this week. And I have to say, it feels a little strange to not really have any Antonio Brown news. Oh, well, there's news, but we're just going to gloss over it and ignore it for the evening. It's, it's not nearly as uh, dominant of news. I mean, his lawyer's going to be busy. Uh, his lawyer's going to be busy. I figure his lawyer is already busy. Oh no, he's he's like filing to get money back from both teams right now. He's looking to recoup thirty one million dollars back so from the Raiders. So he is busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lawyer is busy. Yeah, very busy. Okay. But last week the big topic was all the backup quarterbacks that were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say they did reasonably well for being thrown in five and three record. Meh. Um. I mean, there's there's eight teams if you count the Colts. Um, if we count, the if, if you count the Colts who aren't aren't dealing with an injury, okay, um, okay. they're 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 just dealing with the fact that Andrew Luck just randomly retired on them. It um, wasn't randomly; he was hurt. Don't be a dick. <laughs> And it's not like you rolled out of bed that day. It's like you know what, fuck. You I'm know retiring. what, I'm done. You know? Is it? And counting the Giants who willingly replaced their quarterback. Hey man, don't mess with him. 
Um, that's what Danny Dimes out there. Th- those backup quarterbacks have went five and three last week. Uh, losses for Luke Falk and the Jets, but shocker. Who surprised? They were playing the Patriots. Yeah, shocker. Uh, and Mick- Luke Falk was under center. I mean, right, <laughs> right. Uh, I feel really sorry for him. His first start, and he gets to face New England. Yeah. Um, I mean, that should have been your first start if Luke Falk is playing quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do what? <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Mason Rudolph and the Steelers lost. Yeah. And so did Josh Rosen, but I'm pretty sure at this point we're all expecting an 0-16 oh, definitely, Dolphins. definitely. Um, I mean, so maybe maybe we just call it 5-2. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the Dolphins. I don't think that one. Was they shouldn't count for anything all, all year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their their point differential is negative like one hundred and seventeen in I th- three games. I think my favorite meme right now is a Bernie Sanders meme that says any team that gets over twelve wins automatically has to give one to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Redistribute those wins. That's right. Let's start in New York, though, where Daniel Jones got the Giants their first win in his NFL debut. Danny Dimes looked really good. Um, He floated a couple passes uh, and was pressured a lot, but that's going to happen when Nate Solder is playing left tackle. Yep. uh, Because he just sucks. Uh, I don't know what, like, compromising information he has on the Mara family and Dave Gettleman. But there's absolutely zero reason he should be in the top five of most uh, paid left tackles in the NFL because he sucks. Right. There's a reason the Patriots let him walk. They knew he sucked. He was sacked five times. Yes. And uh, he's going to get beat on all season. Yeah. I mean, because that, that offensive line is not good. And then, uh, you know, when you take Saquon out of the equation for anywhere from another, you know, three to eight weeks, um, that's going to be an issue because yeah. if he's struggling – you, you don't you don't have that backbone to turn. Yeah, to. well, you just don't have that. I mean, Saquon can change the course of the game by himself. He's that Absolutely. talented. So, um, I mean, I guarantee you, uh, you'll probably see the Giants open it up and just let him throw it to kind of maybe work on his development as a passer. And the Giants wide receivers looked pretty good last week. Uh, I will give them that. Yep. Um, but I mean, when they actually play somebody who can play defense, I mean. That helps. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there, there are people out there that say Tampa's defensive uh, front is good. And there is talent there. Uh, but it's just like, it's it's still Tampa. You know, it's the same team that I think only won three or four games last year. And it's like, that shouldn't be the measuring stick that you're looking for. I beat Tampa. Well, you know what? Me and 10 guys from the rec center, we only <laughs> lost by three to Tampa. Okay, so. And we beat Miami. Yeah, but we did beat Miami. <laughs> yeah, we did beat Miami. You know. Uh, but I mean, I I think he looked good. Like I, I he was twenty three of thirty six, three hundred thirty six yards. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I two touchdowns. The biggest issue is going to be people uh, seeing this one game against a really bad Tampa team. Oh, Dime Mania is yeah is legitimately happening already. And and, and I understand. You, I I'm, I'm a Cleveland temper, fan. You need to temper those expectations because he played a bad team. You this know, is exactly what happened last year with Baker Mayfield when he well, came in against the Jets. Well, I, I'm, uh, that, I mean, let's face it. Baker is, I'll give him this. He's better than Luke Falk. All right. <laughs> he's better than Luke Falk. And, Who is? Well, uh, Baker. Oh. Baker is. He's, he's better than Luke Falk. Uh, and probably not as good as Daniel Jones. But go ahead. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Don't pull any punches. Well, I mean, he's, he's 
this season has shown, I get it, your offensive line's not really that great, but he's spending way too much time trying to to run and get away and make plays. Yeah. Dude, you're the slowest guy on the field. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little worried about him this year. Um, he seems to have gotten a little bit more of his confidence back. I think the Tennessee game knocked some confidence out of it. It should. It should. He, uh, he, he rode in that swagger of the hype. And then lost all confidence when the Tennessee game happened. Yeah, because look at what I don't think Tennessee has scored forty three points since that game. Yeah, but you you have to agree Mayfield is at his best when he has the attitude, the 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 confidence. He's at his best when he's not a one read quarterback who tries to run away and you're the slowest guy that's running. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's when he's at his best. Stay in the pocket, throw your little hitches and slants to to just pick up some positive yardage rather than rolling out wide and then getting obliterated. Okay, like, come on. He's a smarter ball player than that. Everybody seems to think so. And he's just not playing that way. Yeah. I, I, I think I think the more he gets his confidence back, the better he'll be. But, of course, offensive line is going to be an issue. Oh, yeah. Regardless of his confidence level. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Uh, well, I mean, that's what, what... As Saints fans, that's what we've been saying for the last, like, three years. <laughs> like, get your O-line shit together, yeah, and you will see a quarterback improvement. Yeah. That's how it always is. Well, let's jump over there. I mean, you, you bring up the Saints. I was gonna, I was gonna get there. Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, as, a, as Shannon calls him, bridge over troubled waters. Uh, I can't believe you're quoting those people but continue <laughs> he uh they, they decided not to go with the two quarterback tandem although no, Taysom Hill did, did get in the he game did get some, he did uh, get some play time yes one did. run and one catch for mm-hmm. five yards each yep I just I don't get the gadget stuff uh I mean having that kind of versatility is all well and good I mean the guys are even he's returned punts yeah, you know? well, and part of it was is, is I think that Peyton will do some of that gimmicky kind of stuff to put a bandage some, on the uh, yeah to the put loss a bandage on it, and uh, but also too like just to kind of take some of the pressure off yeah. of him, mm-hmm. off of Bridgewater. So that's some of the reasons that he'll do it. But as we saw, that doesn't necessarily work all the time. Um, but it was the first time in a long time. That the Saints had a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown so they in the same on, game. All scored on all facets of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just they're going to need to get more out of Bridgewater, especially if they're going to try and go toe to toe with the Cowboys. Yeah, well, he's just not. He's not confident. He's just not. And I and like I said, like we were saying last week, like it is hard yeah. to be in Drew Brees' shoes right now. Yeah, I, and on top of that. He, Breeze makes those receivers better. You know, we talked about this too. Like, outside of Thomas, that receiving group is pretty average. Yeah. So you've got to – no one can really replicate replicate what Drew Breeze does. Yeah. But you have to get close in order to get everybody else – That, yeah, but – and, and the thing – and part of his problem too is that he doesn't necessarily trust that anybody is open within 10 or 20 yards. Yeah. And so – and you can see that because yeah. – you see him just kind of like, oh, where is this going? Where is this going? And like he's trying to read it, and he's trying to read it, and he just he can't. Um, and so yeah, it just 
he's just got to he's just got to let it go at some point. Yeah, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. It is and a he, win. He and did get the win against and, Seattle, and yeah, and that's that's the first time in yeah. a long time yeah, I mean, that we've in Seattle. Yeah, and Seattle's Seattle a good team. in Seattle. You know, so that's a good win. That's that's a you can kind of hang your hat on it. But when yeah. you get down to it, is these teams, especially if you know, like the Saints, they have playoff aspirations, they have mm-hmm. Super Bowl aspirations. You, you have to get ready to play these tough teams week in, week out. Uh, how's Teddy going to come back this weekend playing Dallas? You know, like, well, is, is they, it rounds complete? Or, no, you know? I mean, if the Saints puts up, put up another, you know, 250-yard game performance, yeah. you know, like, like if their offense does it, like, no. Yeah. No, we're yeah. not. But yeah. I think from what I've been reading, it's like it's a really – they they think it's gonna be a really close game, but I think one of the ones I've most of the ones I've been seeing has been like Saints by like three and a half. Uh, I think the last time I saw the Cowboys are three and a half favorites. Okay, so um, and, and we'll we'll talk about that game here in a few minutes. But yeah, no, and and so yeah, I've just oh god, yeah, Bridgewater. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm. Trying. Yeah, trying to keep the Would you like? Right yeah. Do you, Do you know what his rating is out of the thirty three quarterbacks? Is he one? Thirty one, thirty three, whatever. No, I'm saying is he? It's thirty one. No. No. Oh, thirty three. Oh, wow. It's thirty three. Yeah, thirty three. Uh, uh, yeah. Guess Guess what his rating is? Guess where he ranks in that thirty three. Thirty three. No. 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 Thirty one. Twenty two. Oh. Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two. Could be worse. I mean, it that means there's. There's 11 quarterbacks for some. It could be. He's just a hair better than Luke Falk. Josh Rosen. Oh. <laughs> no, Luke Falk is 31. 31. Dead Who's last, us? Dead last champ, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah, but he, uh, he played like half a game. And, and he threw yeah. 68 interceptions. So. Yeah. So, yeah so, so Teddy Bridgewater is just a hair better than Josh Rosen. And Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. I'm just curious, with like 12 replacement quarterbacks, are, are like eight of them not qualified for the QB I, rating I, I stats? Know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, he's bringing a whopping whopping 40.7 to the table. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. Where does Kyle Allen fall on that? Kyle Allen? I'll let you two take a guess. Uh, uh, well, after that one game he played, he's got to be at least a... His quarterback rating is going to be pretty high. Yeah, um, I mean, he threw four touchdowns. Yeah, I'd probably say a top 10 QBR. No. No. Where, where's he Kyle at? Allen. I'm still looking Does for him. Does he not qualify? <laughs> I don't know. I, all I know is Allen looked really good and has already had... No, they don't have him on there. They, yeah. They, have, okay. they still have Ma'am Newton on here. <laughs> okay. But, uh, well, Cam is out with a... He was diagnosed with a Liz Frank injury, which is apparently a dislocated bone in the foot. Yeah, he's going to be out a while. Um, so they're they're turning to Kyle Allen, and there's a lot of talk that Kyle Allen may not get that job back up. Yeah, well, let's face it. Most of that lot of talk is uh, Panthers fans who don't like Cam. Um, you know, and I've said it here before, uh it camp can go out, throw for 500 yards, run for another 100, score eight touchdowns. And, and they're still going to want him to sit. And Panthers fans are still going to shit on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because Panthers fans are almost as wishy-washy and fake as Seattle Seahawks fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the record, Kyle Allen had a 144 
QB rating okay. last okay. week. So right. that that's okay. You know, it's all right. 144, <laughs> it's, all, it's all right. He was uh, 19 of 26 for 261 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I think a perfect one is like 156. So one, I think 158.3. 158, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's, he's not that far off. No, he had a really good day for one game yeah. against the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing is – for all you wackadoo Panthers fans, uh, this was against one of the worst teams in the league who is talent deficient, and honestly, it's it's not a good team. It's not going to be a good team for a while. Um, but, so, yeah, you had 260 yards and four touchdowns against Trash. Yeah. What happens when you start playing those good teams? Like, we keep stressing that over and over again. But when you're struggling for hope, and I, I, I think I'm the expert on struggling for hope, Stop uh, with the hope stuff, man. I, I drive you, me no, nuts. No. When, when, you, when you're struggling for hope, you latch on to a single performance. That's why the Giants are latching on to Daniel Jones. It's why the Panthers are launching on, latching on to uh, Kyle Allen. It's why the Browns latched on to Baker Mayfield like that. Because it was hope. You don't need hope. You, need, you need talent. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and chemistry. And, 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 and sports fans in general drive me nuts with, you know, I'm an Indians fan. And for a long time when I was a kid, next year is our year. I used to say that religiously. Maybe next year is the official motto of the city of Cleveland. You know, but the thing is, you shouldn't go into any season with hope. Look at your roster. Look at what happened the season before. And make a very educated and informed decision that my team's probably going to suck. Nothing's going to make it better. Not that little bit of hope. You know, (laughs) just... just, But as they're going to suck, latch on to that suck. As a fan, it, it helps. It helps your mentality. No, drinking helps. Uh, drinking I mean, that, that doesn't hurt either. Uh, That's how you deal with bad teams. Yeah, the Saints have been doing it forever, so. Well, let's let's look ahead now to this weekend's games. We'll start with the Saints-Cowboys. Um, Dallas is coming in relatively healthy. Yep. Uh, I say relatively because I do know Cooper had a uh, MRI this week. It yes, came back negative. Yeah. But you always wonder what's causing that MRI. MRI, um, but the team the team's three and zero. But have they played anybody? They play. No. They've beaten the Redskins. Yep. Sorry, Washington. I don't want to call them the Redskins. Yeah, the Washington. Uh, yeah. They they beat Washington. Washington, I like it. Uh, they beat uh, the Giants and the Dolphins. So there's not a whole yeah. lot of people that listen, they played. Listen, Bama, LSU. They play the. You know, the ULMs and the... <laughs> you had to throw that one out there, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> the ULMs and what other, F, other FCS teams as scrimmages. That's right. essentially what mouth. Dallas got. They got a three-week scrimmage right. against the They had teams. a seven-week preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now they're clicking. They're good. Mm-hmm. Four without their starters, three yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they are now they get the, uh, the Saints in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Always a tough place to play in the Dome. Always a tough place. Um, Cowboys are three and a half point favorites as of yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if that's changed yeah. today, but who's going to take this game? I Honestly, I think it'll go either way. I think that they're really going to rely on uh, Kamara and Thomas. I think they're really going to Well, you said they had like 260 yards or 250 yards last week, right? Yards. And Kamara had 130 of that. Exactly. So... 
So yeah, so th- I, they're definitely going to rely real heavy on them, but it's going to be a really close game. Yeah, I mean, I, I clear obviously I'm going to pull for for Saints, my boys, yeah. but it's it's not going to be an easy win. If, that's, if they could, that's for sure. if they could cut down on Dak, uh, being able to take those long snaps down the field, yeah. and, and then when they start playing way off the ball, uh, that that this is essentially how what. The whole last three games, I went. Mm-hmm. He's he's targeted uh, Cooper deep downfield. Mm-hmm. It draws everybody uh, further away from the line of scrimmage, and then he just starts eating up the middle of the field with tight ends yep. or slants, or he's mm-hmm. handing it off to Zeke, and Zeke mm-hmm. only has to deal with seven players. So, and I mean, it's not like New Orleans didn't allow a crap ton of yards last week. Yeah. Uh, Five hundred and six, I think it was something like that. Um, yeah. And this is the new and improved Saints defense. Right, like that, that's right. the thing. Yeah. The, last year, they, they they showed such big improvement defensively, but mm-hmm. they always have a game or two where it's just like... Where it just kind of... Yeah, you're just kind of where, out there standing. Yeah, well, that, you know, you can kind of see where the seams are. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to say, I think the Cowboys take this one. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's uh, okay. They're they're on the road, but I really think that Dallas is probably a little bit more than their record shows. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and that that tandem of Cooper, even if Cooper's at 70, 80 percent, mm-hmm. he's still going to take you for a lot of yards. Yeah. Zeke is going to gash those runs, and I mean Dak Prescott's he, he's what's his QB rating? Where's he? Where's he on Who's your ranking? Dak? Dak, he's got to at least be number one or two. Number one, one. yeah. So you've got the top QB by QB rating. Um, it's because he's throwing, he's completing eighty percent of his passes for some ridiculousness right now. I, I gotta go Cowboys. Where are you going? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the Cowboys. Um, only be, when you get down to it, I'm gonna I harp on it every episode. Offensive line play. Dallas has one of the best defensive lines in football. And even when they struggle, they're still better than most defensive line units. So Is that the team that's like three-fifths Alabama? No, I don't no. think. Some, somebody's got like three Alabama offensive linemen. Uh, I know Washington has Maybe it's them. two Alabama defensive linemen. Oh. Anyway. So, but yeah. Yeah. Heather, what's your prediction? I already told you. She I'm going, going, go, going for my boys. <laughs> going for my boys. Who dat? Who dat? <laughs> Fuck the cowgirls. No, thank you. <laughs> in Buffalo, we have one unexpected beaten, unbeaten team uh, facing New England. Uh, both 3-0 and coming into this matchup, but Buffalo has played the other two New York teams, and um, I don't even remember who their third win was. Uh, are they able to hang close with New, New England, or is this... Is their three and zero record just a product yeah, of a weak schedule? Their defense is legit. They they have a they have a very good defense. Um, and uh, with with the Patriots right now, their biggest liability was their sh- biggest strength last season. That was the run game. They oh, came. the Bengals was the third team. Oh gosh, that's so. The Giants, the Jets, and the Bengals. Yeah. It's not exactly a high resume. Yeah, but I mean, New England can't run the ball right now, so that makes the offense pretty one dimensional. Um. And but you give Brady three seconds, he's going to be able to pick you apart, uh, you know. And I, I still even with uh, our favorite malcontent <laughs> being jettisoned uh, from Foxborough, you know, we still have Josh Gordon. Yep. Edelman still might play. Philip Dorsett's really starting to show out. 
You know, so I mean, they're they they have some depth there. Uh, I think the game will be close. Buffalo always manages to play New England close. That's true. Um, uh, Buffalo is a seven point underdog. Yeah, I mean that that's about right. Uh, if and the game's in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, if if Buffalo can can continue to keep New England from running the ball, make them one dimensional, and keep the game close, they have a shot because uh, their defense really is that good. I, I um, but Buffalo, I mean Josh Allen, I. I I will take my L here. I did nothing but bag on him. <laughs> and say he should, I said last year he should have moved to tight end. Um, but he's looked really good this year. Uh, and granted, they weren't upper-level teams, but for a quarterback that had like 900 yards rushing last year or whatever it was, uh, his development as a passer is very important. So, quick question. Do you like your crow pie a la mode or no? Of course, Alamo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, well, if we're talking week schedules, it's not like New England has played a strong schedule no, today I mean, so far. Yeah, but you know what, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. But it is like Alabama playing their first three weeks. We, the Patriots, play in a shit division. I will be the first one to admit yeah. that. Those are some bad teams. But you know what we do? We win the games we're supposed to, unlike the Browns against the Titans. Okay, and then you just had to get just, that just dig. You're just on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then we deal with the power teams, you know, powder our hand and then bitch smack them too. And then we just win rings. But I'm just gonna throw this out here: the Browns did beat the Jets by more than the Patriots did. Yeah, yeah. And both were without Darnold. Yeah. Well, you guys will be sitting out. Not making the playoffs, and the Patriots are probably get a first round bye. So, so predictions for uh, Patriots. Mm, you want to pull that? Buffalo. You, you're oh, gonna pull that one. Man. Go Home field advantage. Uh, they play the Patriots well. Yeah. I I I don't think New England covers, but I think New England wins. Oh. Um. Uh, I I I don't think it's by more than seven. No, I. It, it's gonna be a close game. It's Buffalo, Buffalo, and they're. Well, I'm not uh, even gonna lie. I'm going Buffalo just out of spite. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Yep. Our uh, our final NFL game of the week takes us to Soldiers Field in Chicago. Uh, the Bears and the Vikings are both two and one entering the week. Uh, they both have a lot of questions at quarterback. Some people are questioning whether oh, Trubisky man. is. I'm stretching out for this one, so continue to with the. I'm going to lay in the Trubisky here in a second. Um, obviously, we, we've we talked about Cousins and his way overpaid contract. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you guys like in this game? Bears are favored by two at home. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and say right now, I'm going Vikings. Um, <laughs> Cousins hasn't thrown the ball a lot this season uh, because Dalvin Cook's finally healthy and is running really hard. New, uh, uh, Minnesota is... Is running the ball very well, um, and I got it. The Bears have that defense, which is just ridiculously good. Uh, but you know they're also dealing with what I like to now call the reincarnated Blake Bortles with a new name. <laughs> yeah, also known as Mitch. He'll never be Mitchell to me, Trubisky. Um, he makes bad decisions with the football. Um, you know he he just looks lost out there, and you could tell Matt Nagy is just over Trubisky already. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his second year with him. The start of the second year with him. And you uh, last week, you saw on the sideline, like, Matt Nagy just like, what the hell are you doing out there, man? Like, you are killing me. Um, 
So, I mean, if, if it's looking more and more likely Trubisky is just the next Bortles. He's that next overmatched college quarterback who doesn't know what he's doing. And I'm sorry, he played at Carolina. You know, Larry Fedora was essentially making the calls at the line for him. Yeah. And all he had to do was make one read and go. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, it's, he's a, he was a collegiate athlete. I give those guys a lot of respect, but that's an easy way to do it. Um, and as much as I want to see Dwayne Haskins in a game, um, I can maybe see that is why Gruden isn't playing him. One season playing, one season starting is not enough experience. Um, and and I, Trubisky's showing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Trubisky's got an 81.3 QB rating heading into this game. Um, and it's only thrown three touchdowns to two interceptions. So, uh, is that another interception? That is. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Chicago's going to try and do the, you know, win the way the Ravens did in 2000. We're going to play good defense. And all our quarterback needs to do is manage the game and we'll, we'll grind out yards where we need to. Well, this is a this is a different league now. This isn't yeah. a place where Trent like if Trent Dilfer was coming out of San Diego State now, mm-hmm. he's not getting picked up. Like he's playing in the XFL the week after the Super Bowl, you know. Like so, it, there, there's no room for that anymore, right. you know. And um, it, I just I, I've never really been high on the Mitch train. Uh, my youngest brother seems to think he's the the greatest thing since sliced bread because he is a Tar Heel. But I mean, it's just. He, he looks lost out there, and, and he's going to cost – like, the Bears' window to win is right now with that defense. It's right now. And Mitch is fucking it up. Like, Mitch Trubisky's fucking it up. On the flip side, though, Cousins is not doing much better. No. He's got, he's got an 86.9 rating. He's got three touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, well, dude, they're running they're, – they're almost playing an Army-like game. They're yeah. running the ball, like, it seems like 80% of the time. Well, yeah. and you know that Minnesota is going to be – Playing with a chip on their yeah. shoulder, yeah. After losing to Chicago, that kept them out of the playoffs. Yeah. Last year, and yeah. their de- Minnesota's defense is at a lot Soldier Field, right? So you know, like they're going to be coming to, they're going to be they're going to bring the heat, yeah. Because they're pissed off, yeah. You so know, it, so it screwed them. Chicago's a two point favorite at home. Who do you like? Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm another Vikings. I'm going to say the Bears. Ah, I, l- I like the SNL. The <laughs> Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. The Bears. I, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to stick with the home field advantage, go Chicago. I don't like either of these teams. I don't teams. like I, don't like I think it's going to be a trash game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're playing in Soldier Field. Yeah. It probably counts for something. And maybe the difference between two trash teams. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the thing is, if, if the Trubisky's got to do something. He's got to do something in this game. He, yeah. it, it can't be another... If this game were in Minnesota, I'd probably be going with Minnesota mm-hmm. for the exact same reason. Same. Nah, man. Same. Uh, Go Vikes. Uh, let's turn to college football for a little bit. We got a couple of games we're yeah. previewing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's jump ahead to the game we're sitting here watching right now. Uh... In the Big Ten, you both picked Penn State to win the division. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 3-0 and heading into Maryland. They're up 14 nothing with two interceptions so far. Um, but that does include a seven-point win at home against Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
Well, Pittsburgh always plays Penn State rough. Mm-hmm. Like Pitt, it, Pitt seems to be that team that's like, you know what? We're not supposed to do anything this year. We're going to stick around and just make life miserable for everybody. And Iowa the, State, yeah. And, and, the, <laughs> and the year they're supposed to do something, they go like five and seven. Yeah, you know. So exactly. Like it, it's it's a very very weird team. But I mean, Penn State's got a top ten offense. Yeah. You know, and they average a boatload of points every game. I think when I looked at it, it was like forty, uh, and they're only allowing twelve. You know, that's that's a good, you know, point differential there. Um and, and let's let's face it, you know, Maryland, granted they're they, they got the, the, the one loss, but you know, they were they were scoring points. Maryland's looked good this year yeah. until Tumble. Yeah, and you know, um, and, and they were boat racing folks and now you look at Penn State, they've already picked off that quarterback twice. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, or the throwing of the donut in the first quarter. So I mean Yeah, I, but I mean they did beat Syracuse. They did at Big. Yeah. yeah. They won that. That was a big game. That was yeah. a big game. So, um, I mean, if anybody's listening, ACC, I will conduct a trade. You can take Maryland back. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to ask you guys a, uh, a a pick in this game because we're already 14. Yeah, I think Penn I mean, State. We, 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 what, uh, now, now, wait a second, though. There's still a lot of games. It is. It's, it's there's, nearing there's, the end of the first. Is, there's like, yeah, there's a minute left in the first. There's a lot of games With left. Maryland players dropping like flies. Yeah, and, then, yeah, probably not. A yeah. pass interference, <laughs> like, but he crossed <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Penn uh, State, uh, I mean, I, I, we're watching as we're, we're speaking, and Penn State just looks like they have – uh, Number their, eighty-eight. Their athletes are twice the the athlete that Maryland's oh, yeah. are. Oh yeah, for sure. And that was just like, I don't even know. Yeah, that was blatant. Twenty-four uh, attack. Look, you can't hug him. There's no hugging. He was being affectionate. <laughs> no, right. the keep your was feelings on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> He's just letting them know, yo, man. Uh, I really appreciated getting the chance to run next to you during the game. Big Take hug. this hug. Yes. And then while you're at it, catch the ball for a 35 yard game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... Who, whoever that was on the uh, on the Maryland, I think played for Philadelphia last night. Yeah, you might. Have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Josh who's still crying over that one. Well, uh, but he doesn't listen to our show anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, here, here's another one for Josh. Yeah, your head coach sucks, and you shouldn't be throwing four slants within three yards of the goal line. Uh, I think oh. the Super Bowl Pats Seahawks showed you don't throw the ball that close to the end zone. Run it. Yeah. Um, other Big Ten game, the uh, college game day this week. They're in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Our Buckeyes are traveling to play the Corn Huskers. Ohio State has come out firing on all cylinders. They haven't had the strongest schedule. No. I'll grant that. But. Fields is entering the game with 880 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, and no interceptions in yeah. four games. I mean, he's it, what I liked was after the, the during the second game. That's when Dobbins picked up and they started running the ball a lot better. Yeah, um, I really like that core Ohio State wide receivers though. They are uh, it, it went from a position of weakness under Zach Smith uh, when he wasn't trying to be physically and or verbally abusive to his wife to a point of strength now under yeah. Brian Hartline. And Dobbins is averaging just under 120 yards a game and one and a quarter touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, it's... I Nebraska is one of those trendy, you know, they're going to upset, you know, the, the apple cart, the Big Ten, so to speak, and they're going to be successful and they're going to challenge for the Big Ten. No, dude, I'm not going that far. Like, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. And not to mention, like, just 
defensively, the difference between the two of you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean I, Ohio's, okay, so Ohio State has allowed so far 222 yards. Total? Total. Yards allowed. <laughs> yards allowed. Wow. I, th- I didn't think it was that good. Oh, That's amazing. Yeah, 222. Wow. Nebraska, 356. Okay. So. You're yeah. talking per game. That's got to be per game. It's probably per game. But still, because I mean, Nebraska's not that good on defense, yeah. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, it's yeah. per game. Uh, yeah, but still, I mean, that's that's. But still, like when you look at the two of you. But but, like but that, for a second like, there, that that two hundred and twenty yards. You were like, oh. Like like that number, the way we've been playing on defense, it's almost yeah. believable that that was total yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially um, considering the the teams we played. Um, yeah. But I mean, but there were a couple of games that I think going into the third quarter they were. Uh, who was it? We played game one. I think they were in negative yards in the third yeah. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, y'all have only allowed nine points per game. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska it, allows twenty five points per game. Yeah. See, I so mean, that's the thing. Chase Young on that defense is out of his mind. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've kind of restacked the defensive line and linebackers who've learned how to like I don't know hit and wrap up again, which is just a great. Thing. You know, I love right. it. Um, so I mean, yeah, I. I People keep saying this is going to be close. I honestly don't think it'll be that close. I think Ohio State. Are, are you guys worried about Spielman though? I'm worried about nothing. No, the the only thing I'm worried about is I mean Nebraska tends to play us close. They they, yeah. they get to a point where they can threaten. I was I was at the game last year. Yeah, and I'll 36, tell you, 31. I'll tell you right now, last year in the third quarter, Urban took his foot off the gas. Yeah. And just. Decided, well, we'll just run out the clock like halfway through the third quarter. It, it, no, and I don't see Ryan Day doing that because Ryan Day still got something to prove. Well, I, I don't. That's, that's the thing. That's I, I. That pisses me off, dude. I don't give a shit if you are up by five points or by fifty. Foot on the gas all the time, and if you end up winning by a hundred, who cares? It's the defense's job to stop you. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care if I hurt the other coach's feelings. I don't care if I have completely demoralized the other team so badly that they just all up and quit. By Monday. Yeah. Like, I don't care. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, people will sit there and talk about sportsmanship. No. How about you provide a challenge for me? That's sportsmanship. If I just, like, can walk out on the field and throw my jock out and I blow you out, mm-hmm. that's not, there's nothing sporting about that. Yeah. You know, that's like me dropping a nuke on a deer and saying I'm hunting, you know? Like, it's it's bullshit. So the Buckeyes are a 17-point favorite. Oh, it's going to be more than that. Yeah, I, I really think so. I, I don't yeah. think... I don't. I don't think any of us are picking Nebraska in this game. You can't. I, I just <laughs> Martinez gave us problems last season, and again, we had a lot of problems with linebackers actually filling gaps and and wrapping up, and that's a big deal when you have a mobile, a mobile quarterback like Martinez. But I mean, the defense has shown that they can they can bend and be yeah, bend and be flexible when needed. So yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't touch Nebraska with a 10-foot pole in this game. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, last week, we saw Notre Dame-Georgia. A surprisingly close game. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I really thought Notre Dame was going to get destroyed going into Athens. See, I did too. It, I mean, is it just Everybody me? did. Everybody Every, did. Everybody did. Is so, it just me, though? Does Georgia play down to their talent, you know, to, to their, their opponents? Or is Notre Dame better than we're giving them credit for this year? This year? No. Uh, um, but they have Virginia this this week, and Virginia struggled with uh, Old Dominion last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're really uh, making me just 
And you had you, like you had the little surprise toes. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I'm eating my toes right now. Here, here's the fun fact: Virginia is ranked 72nd in total offense mm-hmm. in college football. Notre Dame is ranked 92nd. Really? In total offense, yes. That's just offensive yardage uh, generated over the first four games. Um, so this, I, I can see this one just being like Notre a 17 Dame's, to 15 game. Notre yeah. Dame's a 12 and a half point under, uh, favorite. Sorry. How? I don't get, you know what it is? It's because Bronco Mendenhall is the head coach at UVA. That, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, people still buy the hype of Brian Virginia Kelly. and 17 nothing. To Old Dominion at one point last week. Dude, ODU, they, they'll get busy, man. Like, I give them a lot of props on what they're doing. I don't know where they're located at in Virginia, but ODU yeah. has done a good job uh, staying close with, with some of these bigger teams mm-hmm. uh, since they moved up a level in college football. So They're doing better than Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so Notre Dame or Virginia? You know what? Fuck it, Virginia. I like my nerds non-Catholic. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Still gonna go Virginia. I just think I I just think that Notre Dame is just way in over their heads right now, and maybe have a little bit of a hangover after that I, moral I, victory, for lack of a better. Term. I hate that. I, I I know you do. Oh man, I I hate that. The it was a good loss. There's no such thing, bro. You lost. Yeah. yeah. You know. But I mean, we 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 kind of expected like forty fifteen yeah. last week, yeah. and it was twenty three seventeen, and that's. That's well, you know, Georgia, you know, they knew they were messing with Jesus, so they, <laughs> they dialed it down a little bit. Well, I mean... You, they, were, they were just securing their spot in heaven. Okay? You have you have Georgia dealing with Catholics. Let's face it, Catholics aren't very welcome down south anyway. You think they just, like, go in and burn the whole damn stadium down. You know, I just... I, I expected better of Georgia. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's I did such too. a talented team. And these guys are, like, recruiting... You know, Kirby's recruiting classes are right up there with Saban's, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, and I mean, and they're, I think they're still ranked third. Yeah. yeah. Um, no change in the rankings there. Ohio State did jump up over Oklahoma, mm-hmm. benefit of Oklahoma having a bye week. Um, <laughs> well, but both, well, both teams, they both allow eighteen points. Yeah, I, you know, I just, I, I just, I, I, you know, Notre Dame year in year out is overrated, and, and they underperform, and mm-hmm. I just figured. This would be the year that, uh, you know, one of those big games that they scheduled to make a point, you know, Georgia, yep. top five team in the last, what, two or three years, if, yeah. if I remember, you know, this was the year that they just, like, Georgia puts foot to ass and just, like, wears them like a boot and then mm-hmm. walks back to Athens, you know, when they're yeah. done. Um, and they kept it so close. And it was, like, Fromm looked, he did not look good that, like, particularly good in that game. Yeah. And I did not quite understand what Smart was doing because... Georgia has turned out these running backs yeah. year after year mm-hmm. after year. Um, we didn't, I don't know, it just seemed like he was trying to be a little too cute and let Fromm control the, the pace of the game uh, a little more than handing off to one of those stud running backs that he has because mm-hmm. they probably have another five on the bench that could right. explode at any time, you know. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know, I was... I think that was a, an issue with coaching more than anything. Yeah, I, I was definitely more of a fluke. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I, I was getting ready to pick Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to say Virginia. Notre Dame is really riding a uh, the moral victory hangover, for lack of a better description, and probably sleeps on Virginia, and Virginia pulls out a close Yeah, one, I, I mean, yeah, I could see that. Bronco Mendenhall is a hell of a head coach, mm-hmm. um, and he's, he's 
got good momentum in Virginia. Like, we all know that if Virginia ends up winning their uh, division in the ACC, that it's just going to be the sacrificial land for Clemson. But you know what? Fuck it. Take it. You're, yeah. I mean, you're, at least you're there. Yeah. <laughs> you got invited to the dance. Yeah. <laughs> In the Pac-12, uh, last week when we were recording, USC was pulling out a surprise win against Utah. With their third-string quarterback. Yeah. Um, Utah was a favorite to win the Pac-12, but USC won 30-23. They both come in, both they and Washington come into this game 3-1. and one. Uh, Washington's ranked 17th, USC's 21st, mm-hmm. and Washington is favored at home by 10 and a half. Is the Utah win a fluke for USC, or can they hang? Well, I mean, USC is going to be, hands down, the more talented team every time they get on the field, physically. Yeah. Um, because they, they're able to recruit the best players from everywhere, because, you know, they're located in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. they're in Southern California. And uh, real, real quick, while we're talking about that city versus that state, can we talk about Washington State UCLA for a minute last week? Um, what do you want to talk about? Did Did you see it the happened. score on that one? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, it was UCLA pulling out that that very very late win. I I think the Washington State quarterback had nine touchdowns Jesus. and lost. That is some NCAA football. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like I was trying to finish watching the game, but I got tired. I'm not gonna lie. That game went asleep. way too late. It went, yeah, it went super late. Yeah, um, and and this man needs to sleep. So. Um, yeah, Anthony Gordon was 41 of 61 for 570 yards, nine touchdowns, yeah. and lost the game. That is some Mike Leach stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a little bit insane. Which means I'm going to need to go YouTube that press conference. <laughs> uh, the the <laughs> biggest problem, of course, is that they had six turnovers. Yeah. So that'll do you in. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like we had to acknowledge yeah. that okay. game. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean Washington like State, see, those are games that... Like every year, Leach always drops one he should win. Yeah. And UCLA was it because UCLA is, I mean, for a lack of a better term, a bag of smashed assholes, and you know, it. it, it I don't see Chip <laughs> Kelly really. I think making it out of the contract speech. Well, I've, I've <laughs> never heard a bag of smashed assholes. <laughs> I've called a couple soldiers of mine that before. <laughs> like, I just, I'm, just the mental picture of it is, go ahead, no, continue. I just need um, a moment there. But, second. you know, Leach, th- this should have been a, a big game for Leach to kind of build momentum in the north. Right. Instead, you've got uh, Southern Cal beating Utah and kind of still being left standing in the south. Um, but, which, I mean, let's face it, the Pac-12 is anybody's guess at this point who the hell's going to win that that conference because it's it's doo-doo yeah like it's i mean it's cal's bad. got a chance at this point yeah you know um colorado you know it's just but usc every time they step on the field is the more talented it's the more uh you know hyped the more touted but then it comes down to how were they coached clay helton sucks man you know, and I don't care what anybody's sitting there talking about. Well, you know, he, he beat Utah last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Utah didn't play their best. Um, and let's face it, when you're down to your third-string quarterback, who's still chucking it for 300 fucking yards mm-hmm. and, like, three quarters, there's talent. Mm-hmm. All right, it's well, like, and they did beat Stanford. Well, Stanford's this is I know, a down but year for Stanford, I, yeah. yeah. But, um, it's, but still, yeah. but, I mean, Stanford was right. Yeah. 
So you know, uh, I think that had more to do with just what David Shaw has done there. Like they they didn't look at the end of last season. They they had a lot of graduating guys this year, and then you come in this new season. It's just like, well, you know, Shaw's he's managed to win like this before, and they you know they mm-hmm. give him one of those preseason top twenty fives, and it's just like, eh. Uh, but you know, USC it's it's gonna come down to coaching, and I. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think Clay Helton's that guy. Mm. You know, it does. He's. I know a lot of people want him gone. Oh God, he's he's awful. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The guy who hired him got fired. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so if he thinks he's gonna have a job soon, you know, what happens when he loses three games in a row, man? Yeah. So <laughs> USC or Washington, who takes us? Well, I like Chris Peterson. He's he's honestly probably one of the best coaches in college football. I'd have to say Washington. I just I, I don't like Clay Helton. You're down to your third string quarterback, and and since Helton's take you know took over down at USC, they they turn the ball over a bit, you know. So I can see that game coming down to a like an interception or a fumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Peterson, he know he gets the best out of what he's got. Yeah, you know he he tries to coach within that. Other Washington. I've been on the Washington train all season, yeah. Yeah. so I'm, I'm not getting off here. Yeah, I I'm, I'm gonna agree with you guys. Um, finally, our SEC game of the week, uh, Auburn and Mississippi State. Yeah, here we go. Face off 7 p.m. on Saturday. Auburn enters the game ranked 7th, having beat Texas A&M last week. And they have Florida next week in Gainesville. Uh, Mississippi State knocked off Kentucky last week and looked to be playing spoiler. Is this a, tra- this feels like a trap game. Like, yeah. like Mississippi State could pull this out because... Auburn had a big game last week, and they've got a big game next week. Yeah, I let, let's face it. Like Kentucky, <laughs> uh, Kentucky is one of those teams that looked like they were like building to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't it just like two or three years ago that you know they won eight or nine games and you know finished third in the what are they East or West? I can't remember. They finished third in their division. Yeah. You know, um, and they were they were getting Kentucky, the basketball school, excited about football. Excuse me. Um, but, you know. They're the East. Okay, they're the East. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like Mississippi State, after uh, Mullen left, uh, you know, I don't want to say they fell off, but they're obviously not recruiting the same way. You know, they're not, they're not playing the same way. And I think Heather and I talked about this on one episode, the worst thing about playing at Mississippi State as you live in Starkville, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, historically, you're, you know, your bigger SEC teams, for some reason, when they go into Starkville, it's now, always... Now, this game is in Auburn. Oh, it's at Auburn. Okay. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Okay, because uh, I was going to say, if they were playing in Starkville, then... It's because they're still in shock how anybody lives there or anything grows and exists there. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Auburn's a nine-and-a-half point favorite right now. I figured oh, yeah. they'd be bigger than that, but like Auburn... Yeah, no, if they're playing at Auburn, it's yeah. going to be Auburn all day. Yeah, Auburn, I mean, that's... I see, they're going to run a clinical on them. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I, I just, I don't trust Malzahn. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't give him... Yeah. Is it the sweater vest? No, it's it's <laughs> no Jim Trestle. Oh my Jimmy, god! Okay? I did, yeah, I know. Um, no, it's like the originator. Color, it's a different color. Malzahn, he just he's this guy who's I don't trust sweater vests that aren't red, <laughs> scarlet. That's um, okay. You know, but like he's supposed to be this great evaluator, this great co- offensive coach, but they haven't had a good quarterback honestly since like Cam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just keep putting these guys out there. You don't have and, faith in Bo. You know, I don't know, man. I think I think a lot has left. Uh, he's played good. Yeah. You know, uh, he's played well. And, and you know, they're, they're, they're 
Auburn can recruit, man. They bring they bring in good football players, uh, much better than they do on Starbucks. <laughs> Auburn doesn't exactly have an easy schedule to start the season. No, no. they're one of the teams that um, has a brutal. I mean, yeah, schedule. you've you've got Tulane and Kent State in there, but they started with Oregon. Yeah. They got Texas A&M last week, Mississippi State this week, you know what? and Florida in Florida next week. A&M, you the SEC fan, Heather, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Texas A&M? Because I'm going to say what I want to say in a few minutes, but I want you to tell me what you think about their addition to the SEC. Three words. My, my opinion can be summed up in three words. Fuck Don Chavis. See, there we go. <laughs> um, I didn't understand the fascination with the SEC having to get into Texas. Um, well, now, hold up, though. A&M used to be in the SEC. Yeah, I, I get that. All right, I get and that. And then they left. Yeah, they went They went formed the Southwest Conference yeah. and then the Big 8. And that yeah, the Big so 12. they actually came back. Yeah. It was them coming back. I get that, but... They didn't need to crack Texas. Texas is no, Texas. No, they didn't, yeah. You know? No, I agree. Like, Texas has enough players to go around. Well, well I don't yeah. understand about Missouri well, getting mi- in on that. Well, I, I see. I, they did that to balance out. I never understood why Mizzou, like, when you geographically don't fit. Um, but then again, it's better than West Virginia being in the Big, <laughs> Big 12. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, you're like, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, that one still baffles me. Yeah, you know, but, I mean, you know, you have, like, they, 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 Join the SEC and they have Manziel and it's it's all flash, you know. It's it's um, Johnny Football. Yeah, but it's, uh, Johnny Football never beat LSU. Yeah, look and you know it's look at Kevin Sumlin. He he's winning in the SEC and and Manziel is one of the uh, you know he's gonna go down as one of those great college players. Like mm-hmm. it's just he put up the numbers to do that. Yeah. Um, but when Johnny Football left, someone has showed he can't really coach that well. Yeah. Um, you know he's kind of shit in the bed down in Arizona right mm-hmm. now. Um, Arizona, it's like we're all former. Big 12 coaches go to die, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and every year we hear, you know, A&M, they're in Texas. They recruit Texas. They recruit Western Louisiana and Southern Arkansas and, and some in Oklahoma. And they get all these great players. And then it's like, dude, you're seven and six, eight and five team. Mm-hmm. You're, you weren't the addition that you're, you know, or you, you, you claim to be. All right. And then that whole 12th man bullshit. Yeah, you're really loud. You're still losing. So shut up, okay? Yeah, well, and, and, like, I'll admit, like, I tapped out after the fifth overtime last year. Yeah. When it went seven overtimes. I tapped out at five. <laughs> and I have a feeling that once it got to seven, that both teams were just, like, just fucking in this already. <laughs> and, and, you know, and LSU was the one to blink first. So, yeah. you know, like, but, it, yeah, like, they they always get touted as you know this they're big you know sec west competition and they just they're not yeah and then and then they they went and hired jimbo okay jimbo went scorched earth in his chasing of a national title which he won yep Mm -hmm. okay but then left the whole cupboard bare and suddenly it's it's uh willie taggart's fault (laughs) yeah okay um but it's got nothing to do with jimbo yeah and the thing is 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 i you know why is Jimbo considered this this great coaching savant um, when, yeah, he's got a national title and which is very, you know, they're, they're well, teams. That, yeah, it. they would kill to have that national title, yeah. you know, but he hasn't really done much since 2013, no. you know, so, um, I mean, we're six years, going into six years removed from him winning. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, they were last relevant, what, 
first year of the college playoff. Yeah, essentially. Uh-huh. You know, and it's it's just like I, I never understood how every year Texas A and M supposedly this tough game, and you know they're not. They're, yeah. they're not a tough out, you know, uh, except for like it seems like one time a season, you know, and it's it's an average program. Yeah. Uh, because let's face it, even even as an A and M, like you're in Texas and. You know, you have a uh, that name uh, recognition. You know who you're still trying to recruit against? Texas. Yep. And UT Austin is eighty percent of the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you probably give A and M ten percent, and then the rest is Baylor, uh, TCU, SMU. You know, Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you're you're not gonna be able to keep up with the Joneses, you know. And I, I just I thought A and M made a big mistake uh, leaving the Big Twelve. Because now they're a five hundred SEC team yeah. rather than a, a ten and two, a ten and three. Big yeah, team. I I do feel like A and M is is like classic middle child syndrome. Yeah, yeah. That's... Um, real quick before we call it a night, do want to touch on a topic we talked about last week: the whole Carson King situation. Court uh, <sighs> Carson. Yeah. Uh, so interestingly enough, after a reporter discovered that Carson King in his childhood youth, as we are all wont to do, made some mistakes, said some things maybe he shouldn't have, maybe mm-hmm. his jokes, whatever, uh, the reporter was discovered as having had offensive tweets no in his way. past oh. and, and is fired. Uh, really? Yep. Uh, wow. That was reported today. That's Karma works fast. Right? A reporter who exposed racist tweets no longer at the paper after readers revealed his offensive tweets. Um, I don't don't see exactly what was said. So, kettle black. Um, Yeah. uh, I mean, the thing is with King, like, he came out, like, he didn't even try to run from it. He got out ahead of it. He's like, dude, I messed up. And I'm really sorry. And you know what? I'm not. I'm not mad. Yeah. I, we still made money for the hospital. Derogatory yeah. language yeah. against yeah. black people, gay people, same sex marriage, and women. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where's Steve King from? <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So now they are closing in. I think they're north of a million and a half raised. Yeah. Uh, Anheuser Busch pulled the beer it was for a, free a year. Beer. But they did say they will stick they to will the stick matching to the donations. Yeah, I mean, so. Dude, uh, he's wanting Bush Light. You know what that is? That's like fourteen fifty for the year. Give him the fucking beer, man. You know, right? Like, yeah. But I, I, th- I thought we'd, we'd yeah. give an update to that. Yeah. I, I, I still like. I still think that he's a good dude. Oh yeah, man. Oh, definitely. I still think he's a good dude. You know, he definitely, probably, you know, has changed. Countless lies. Well, we know, we know. By doing yeah. that, and it's been five years. Like they said, he, he these tweets came out when he was like sixteen. Like he put them out. What are you doing as a as a sixteen year old kid? Mm-hmm. Whether you're male, female, non binary, whatever the fuck, you know what you're acting like a dickhead. Like you're mm-hmm. you're you're pushing boundaries. You're trying to be edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Twitter, you know, something we didn't have as teenagers. You know, thank God. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but you know, with with the ability, look, look at this guy's. <laughs> It's this guy in Maryland, like he's got the biggest scowl on his face, but he's he's holding that number one up. <laughs> We're down by twenty eight, but okay, sorry, go ahead. You know, but like, it's a place for you to kind of just say what you want. You throw it out in the world, and you don't expect anything to come back. But 
you know, and I give him a lot of credit for that. Like, newspapers, like, debated um, just burying it. Yeah. And then they're like, no, this is a feature story. They threw it in at the end of it, so it didn't interfere with the good stuff. And when it came out, you know, he's just like, dude, I was a kid. I've grown a lot. You know, Kids make mistakes. Yeah, come to school is, you know, yeah. expanded my horizons, and I got to meet all these, you know, different people that changed my opinions. And, dude, he didn't even try and hide it. He's like, yeah, dude, I stepped on my dad. Yeah. You know, and that's better than 90% of the other people that are like, oh, man, I got hacked. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I felt like we really needed to touch on that. Well, yeah. Anheuser-Busch has to give, give that kid the beer. Yeah, Stop I being agree. An asshole. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could start a petition, or maybe we should send him some. Um, hey, yes. Dude, real, that's real, it. We'll send, real we'll beer. send a gift yes. card. Yes. Real beer. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Get some dry ice, a couple growlers. Yeah. <laughs> But that'll bring things to a close for this week. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. For Mac and Heather, I'm Tim. Thanks for cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Bye. Bye.